Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I want to share something with you that I had to come to the realization one time. And even in the reinvention of myself right now, I've had to come to that. And I want to share it with you today. Give it to you. I want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life. And I want you to be aware of it. Here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because people have a tendency to once they make a decision about something, or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice. They don't listen to counsel. They just, I made the decision. I'm going to do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything going right 
in that decision. If you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch, and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know, you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. The more you know, the older you look. There is no growth without change. If you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life, could it be the wrong direction? If you're climbing and you're making no headway, could it be the wrong direction? Could you have possibly made the wrong choice? Don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to let yourself off the hook. It's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? Have you ever met somebody you talk to, they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man. They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is the, I, I know people like that stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this, though. You're not taking me on that trip, though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop the way. Okay, listen to this, this person. This person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what? You know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say-so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If you if your Chevy break, don't you take it to Chevy? You don't take your Ford when it break down to a Toyota dealership. They not gonna know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? Because they're not the maker of it. So now, why are you letting you letting your life being led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts. I wish the nerve of me because I know for a fact 
that there is no way that I could have manufactured the life that I have. I could not even have thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un... Uh, and I, I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that, I, that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment you go to him and let him show you that gift, and then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up some supernatural, the, the, man, the rewards of my life, the awards of my life, the accomplishments, the how I'm working, the how I manage it all, all that ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. You can't even explain this schedule to people. Sometimes when people ask me, Steve, how do you do it? I go, well, this is what I manage my time. Then at the end of when I get through, I say, hey, man, you know what I need to tell y'all for real? It's God. I, I don't really know. But I'm letting him manage me, so he handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show is here. As usual, our first guest this morning, Roscoe Wallace involved in a $3 trillion lawsuit against the entire music industry. Here to explain to us another hit that he claimed Ladies and gentlemen, the legend, Roscoe Wallace. <laughs> Roscoe. <laughs> Roscoe every day, baby. I want to thank Steve Harvey, man, believing in me, knowing what he know, and knowing how he loves and know music the way he do, uh-huh. and, and, and to know who I'm is, and everything, everything I'm is and for representing. Mm. It's just been a wonderful thing right here. Mm. I got another hit, and this going to shock you now. Here we go. One. Ring a ling 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 a in a one horse, Ooh. oh, fuck, Hey, Roscoe. Question. Yeah. You killed that, Roscoe. You know what I mean? Question. Now, huh. did you write rang a ling Is it supposed to be ring a ling a ling or did you write it rang a ling No, no, no. I wrote it. I wrote, it, 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 was, it was actually ring a ling a ling uh-huh. ding a ling a ling Anyway, jangle bell. <laughs> Oh, not Jingle Bell. It's Jangle Bell. Jangle Bell. You know, you know, right. you know, kind of like the movie Jangle. 
with the Jamie Foxx. The D is silent. The D is silent. Django. Okay. And it was Django Bell. But you know, white people got hold to it. Yeah. Changed it. They don't change it. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Lost all this soul. And part of my lawsuit is you don't de soul a song. (laughs) Oh, the melody. Hell no. Is that a word? De soul? De soul. What what does that mean? It's kind of like de boning a fish. You took all the the reason that made it a fish out. If you de bone a fish, what did you got? Right, right. You ain't got nothing right now. Uh That ain't a fish, that's a fillet. Now, Roscoe, huh? it was originally titled The One Horse Open Slave. No, I know that. Oh, you did? How I do you that. know that? Because I wrote it, Carly. <laughs> the hell? I know that. I told you the white folk got to it and renamed it Jingle Bell. Did you see how much I put in the one horse? In the one horse open. <laughs> you better open. I said, one hung on. Is he doing Luther? Yes. That, why do you think Luther got that for? <laughs> okay, but for me, I would like for you to desoul it a little bit. Desoul it. The uh, way we know, yeah, the you way know, we, just yeah. traditionally yeah. the way it's been done. Okay. Jingle bell. Yeah. Jingle bell. That's the Christmas carol oh, we know. Oh, jingle all the way. You can't do it. I knew it. I can't help it. <laughs> I wrote it like that. White mm. folk always whitening stuff up. <laughs> they they ain't nothing but bleach. Yeah. They're just bleaching everything. They blue jeans. All right. All right, Roscoe. <laughs> yeah, All right, Roscoe. Thank you. Coming up next <laughs> at about 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to run that prank back right after this. And where's Tommy, by the way? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. We about to run the prank back because Tommy ain't here. We'll find out where the hell he at. But we had Dubai. Dubai. Where is he? You know, you know, you know, you ain't nothing when you missing in Dubai. <laughs> Here's the prank. Can I borrow your freezer? Why you oh, say it like no. that? Well, Allied Equipment. This is Trina. How can I help you? I'm trying to reach uh, Dale. Dale's the manager, right? Yes, Dale is the manager. How can I help you? Okay, is is Dale available? Is he there? He's actually with a, a customer. Is there something that I can help you with or pass along a message? Okay, so y'all allied equipment, what what what, what exactly do y'all have there? I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm calling the right place. Oh, yes, of course. Um, it, it's a restaurant supply company. Um, so we have, you know, everything from freezers, refrigerators to your basic restaurant supplies. Okay. Well, y'all do have freezers because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm... What I'm trying to do is, is uh, uh, I've run out of freezer space, and I'm trying to see if possibly, you know, my back is up against the wall right now. I'm trying to see if I can possibly uh, put something in, in one of you all's freezers for a couple of days uh, until I get freed up on this end. So that's why I wanted to, to see if you guys uh, would allow me to do something like that. Is that possible? Um, sir, sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused. You don't want to buy a freezer. You just want to put something in one of our freezers? I just want to put something in there for a couple of days because I, I have a freezer, but mine is completely full. And I'm trying to see if I can put something in you all's freezer until, you know, for a couple of days, and then I'll come back and get it. Um, I'm so sorry. We we don't do that. Um, uh, if, if you wanted to, to come by and, and purchase a freezer, I'm, I'm happy to help you, but we don't allow – outside vendors to put things in our freezers that's yeah i'm sorry okay well, well 
I was told if Dale would hear what was going on, he might he might be able to help me though. Okay. Um, you you said your name was Kevin. Kevin. Okay, Kevin. If you just hold a moment, I will see if Dale can take your call. That's that's what the hell I asked in the first place. Is speak to Dale. Okay, then hold on a moment, please. Hey, this is Dale. How can I help you? Hey, Dale. How you doing? This is uh Kevin. Kevin. And hey. uh, I, I've been on the phone with with uh. Your, your salesperson, but I, I, let me tell you what I'm trying to do, man. I'm um, I'm trying to use your. You have a lot of walk-in freezers that you all sell, right? Right, we do. Yep. Okay. So what what I got is my freezer is completely full, man, and I'm I'm right. my back is against the wall. You can't rec- highly recommend it to give you a call. Is it possible for me to um uh I need to keep something frozen for a few days. Uh it's only gonna be like two days. My my freezer will be uh, you know, half empty in a couple of days. I just want I just need some somebody to just kinda help me out here. Is it possible for me to bring something over there to keep keep it frozen for a couple of days? You know, what we got is a showroom, you know, with different displays so you could see what different kind of refrigerators look in your restaurant. But I mean, if you wanna come and take a look at one I could have you in if you're interested in buying one. But no, uh, no, they're, I, they're just there for show, you know. Right, right. No, no, I have a, a, a cooler. I have a freezer already, but like I say, mine is just full. In a couple of days, it won't be, and I really got to get this this stuff on um, frozen, man. I, 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 I'm gonna be in trouble. Like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm my back against the wall over here, man. And um, I can't remember who recommended you, but you came highly recommended that you might be able to show me a little love on this. Look, I guess it comes down. It depends on what do you need. How much? How much do you have that you need frozen? I mean, I don't even know what you well, got. Well, I got um, three bodies that I need to get um, to keep, you know, to keep frozen, man. That we, you know, we run a mortuary over here. This is Bozeman bodies. Mortuary. Yeah, we got, you mean we got pre- three people bodies. Yeah, yeah, we got three bodies that, and like I said, my 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 freezer's full, man. But in a couple of days, you know, these bodies, you know, the funerals would have happened, so we'll we'll be freed up, you know. But right now, I got I got three bodies coming in today that I got to get in the freezer. What are you, are you crazy? <laughs> Are you trying to your damn mind? No, no, no. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. So, I'm, like I said, you can't highly recommend it. You know, and I'm just trying to get somebody to show me a little love. Man, you got those freezers. You don't have nothing in them. You know, I just need it for a couple of days. <laughs> you got to be out of your mind. We're not talking about ice. This isn't chicken wings or a pork shoulder. These are people. You are out of your mind, man. But but listen to me, Dale. Dale, listen to me. what I'm. You understand how serious this is. I have to keep them frozen. That's the reason why I'm calling you. I'm needing your help, man. Yeah, I understand that. Look, if you want to, I'll have you come in. You buy your own freezer. You can put your own bodies in your own freezer. How am I supposed to show off my showroom with frozen bodies in the freezer? Uh, but just just don't just don't show that one for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Don't just don't show it. Oh, we'll just co- you know what you know what here what we could do. We could put the bodies in there, just cover them up, and people don't won't know what it is. Yeah, and then I get a buyer that comes in, and the cover falls off it, and I got a frozen dead body in my freezer. Is that even legal? I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, here's the deal, man. You came highly recommended. They told me that you would probably show me some love. I'm actually. You know, getting ready to load up and come your way. Dude, you keep those dead bodies away from my store. I'm telling you right now. I can't hook you up on this one, all right? I just can't do it. Okay, but we shouldn't load up and come that way, though, man. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do? 
I have no, you know what? You want to come talk to me? You want to buy a freezer for yourself and you want to freeze your dead bodies on your own? I don't care. I'll sell you a freezer. I got no problem with selling you a freezer, but you're not bringing the bodies here. It's just not happening. So if Alonzo, if Alonzo calls you and, and Green lights it, is it okay then? I highly doubt Alonzo's going to call me and tell me to put three dead bodies on our showroom floor freezers. But, but guess what Alonzo told me? What did Alonzo tell you? Alonzo told me to give you a call. He told me to give you a prank phone call. This is never oh. me from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Get sir. Get out yes, of sir. here. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having a, my chest hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, jeez, that guy. Oh, you just you just got pranked by your GM, baby. That's what's oh. happening right here. <laughs> All right, man, give me one more thing. You got to tell me this right here, Dale. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Stephen, for the nephew. Coming up next, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is in Dubai. We are having a ball. Thanks yes. to one and only Steve Harvey. Uh, this is a working vacation for us. We'll tell you what we did yesterday. We'll try to find Tommy. Also coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, CNN has suspended our dude, Chris Cuomo, indefinitely mm. because he gave his brother, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, some help. We'll tell you about it. Plus, Miss Anna standing by with it's the his latest. brother. What are you posted to? Okay. All right. I You're, know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. But uh, Miss Anna standing by with the latest on the investigation into the school mass shooting in Michigan. Here we go again. This is America. We'll talk Ooh. about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO. All right, Steve, here we go, Chief Love Officer. This one is from Dancy in Silver Spring. Uh, Dancy writes, I'm a 30-year-old single female living at my parents' home temporarily until I close on my house with my fiancé. He doesn't live with us, but he's at the house a lot. And the other night, he was over late, and we started fooling around in the den. My dad woke up, and we didn't hear him until he walked in on us naked on his couch. I thought he was going to have a heart attack, but he managed to calm down. I am so embarrassed, and I can't look him in the eye now. How can I ever get past this? No, you ain't gonna be able to get past that. You was naked in front of your daddy. And a man was on what top a man. of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how high is you supposed to sell this? <laughs> no, this, this is one that you don't get over. No. No, no. This, this one right here, how you gonna get past You Just keep not looking at it. But daddy, I. Mm. That's it. Oh, 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 who, well, oh, 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 hold on. Which daddy am I? <laughs> Oh, hey, Daddy. Yeah. How you doing today? Yeah. I, I thought I was your only dad. <gasps> but, Daddy, I we didn't hear. Daddy, I'm sorry. I know you didn't hear me. That's why I came down here. I heard y'all. <sighs> Can we just move on? <laughs> Get to the next one? No, you should have waited till you moved out. <laughs> You know, all on my couch now. I got to get this couch redone in here. But, Daddy, we are getting married. Getting married, married, two different things. <laughs> well, Daddy, how come you're not really looking me in my eye and saying anything? I'm looking you in your eye. You the one that ain't looking at me. I know I can't. 
Hold oh. your eyes up. Look over here. No, Daddy. Okay. Did you tell Mama? Hell yeah, Tom. Oh, Lord. That's why she ain't said nothing to you. Okay, we're moving on. Whew. Marnesia in Fort Myers says, I'm in my late 20s and my coworker and I are in a relationship, but his wife works with us. I have been trying to be respectful to his wife, but she has a very nasty attitude. And I uh, have gotten written up for having my nails too long at work. She finds petty reasons to pick on me, and I've had enough. I told my boyfriend to get his wife off my back or I'm going to end up getting us fired and he will be in divorce court. She talks to him crazy at work, too, and I don't like it. Should I curse her out and quit or grin and bear it? Wait a minute. What? Hold on, wait. She's the girlfriend uh-huh. of this man yeah. who's married who is they boss. Uh-huh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You better not say nothing. Mm-hmm. Curse the boss out? Because you're sleeping with her husband? And you, at, you got and, a lot of nerve. <laughs> the audacity. Are you crazy? You don't like the way he talked to her. Unmitigated gall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. So should she curse her out and quit or grin and bear it? <laughs> Stay there. Girl, first of all, so see, nothing about this question is right. At all. Should at all. I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm she, tired of the way she talking to me. She's so disrespectful. Oh, well, oh, oh, she's disrespectful. Right. You're sleeping with her husband. Yes, yes. The ultimate disrespect, and now you want her to be respectful. Mm. Lady, if I were you, mm. I would forget that you wrote this letter. Yeah. I would go get me another job. Thank you. And I would stop sleeping with that man. Yes. All right, we're moving on. That's all the help we can give you. Samaya and Mobile. 57-year-old married woman, she's in love with a man that she goes to church with. Her husband knows that they had an affair years ago and they went to counseling. But this is not the same guy as before. She hasn't had sex with a new guy yet, so she prays daily for strength to resist him. She asked her husband if they can visit other churches and he refused to switch. How can I keep seeing this man and resisting temptation? What should I do? Oh, I see what you're yeah. with her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have tendencies. Yes. 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 Oh. Uh-huh. Temptation. Uh-huh. That's temptation. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. all faced with it. Yeah. Well, but every time she faced with it, she do something about she it. She uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. See, That's the difference. See, what she know, she know is temptation to her is I'm finna act on it. Uh-huh. Right. So now how do I not act mm-hmm. on it? Because once you tempt me, I must yield right. to temptation. Yeah, because yes. she sees him all the time. Right, and yeah. she has tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, what should she do? You, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of rhymes with grownish, blackish. You know, it's right in that vein. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Grownish, mm-hmm. blackish. Uh-huh. The adverb, I got uh-huh. you. You know, uh-huh. I got you. Uh-huh. and she trying to stop acting that way. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So it's right. like, like, you know, oh, you know. It, right. But she don't want to be that no more. Uh-uh. But uh-huh. so she's trying to fight what you are. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. It's good to fight it, though. It's good to fight Clearly, it. but you know, uh-huh. in my heart of heart, this is what I do. Uh-huh. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just trying to be I am who I yeah, am. Be who can, I am, baby. You can ask the Lord about me. Be yourself. Because clearly, he made me this way. I, me and my husband been to counseling once. There's another one coming in here now, and I don't, I'm not really sure he's going to go back to counseling but with she, me the second time because I'm finna 
do hear that. But she does pray daily, she says, for the strength to resist him. No, she's not. <laughs> That's what she no, said. No, she's not. She done wrote a letter. See, uh-huh. you don't pray and then write a strawberry letter. Mm-hmm. Right. She's even asked her husband to visit other See, churches, Steve. Just get me out of here. <laughs> right. Help but, me help you. <laughs> yeah. But if you go to another church, might be somebody fine over there. more hotties, right. And you're 57 years old. Sit your <laughs> ass down somewhere before you mess around and go to hell. You're getting close to the gate now. Oh, the pearly gates are closing in. All right, moving on. Marianne in D.C. says, I'm a 49-year-old divorced woman, and I'm going on a girl's trip for New Year's Eve with my two married girlfriends. There's a guy that I just started dating, and he wants to come on the trip and get a separate room to bring in the new year with me. The girls aren't bringing their husband, so they're telling me that I shouldn't have my guy there. Do you think it will ruffle his feathers and make him uninterested if I tell him he can't join me? Should I plan something with him and do a trip later with my girlfriends? Well, girls like to have their little girl time to themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now let's do the math here. Mm-hmm. Both them married and you ain't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably why you ain't married is every time somebody want to do something with you, you want to drag your damn girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Uh huh. See, see where you're going point. with this. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. See your point. Uh-huh. Now, what you could do is cancel on your girlfriends and go somewhere with this dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you said. need to find out if this dude is worth it all the time. And you might, and if he worth some time, then y'all schedule something on your own. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then if he ain't with you on New Year's Eve, you finna find out a whole lot more there than anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the man that want to spend time with you on New Year's Eve usually kind of serious. That's a big weekend to tell all <laughs> That's of them. That's right. Gonna make it. Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. Anybody heard from Tommy? Anybody? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so we all watch CNN. Anchor Chris Cuomo has been suspended indefinitely, Steve, by the cable news network. This happened Tuesday, a day after the New York Attorney General's office released a trove of text messages and transcripts of interviews that revealed his deep involvement in helping his brother, former Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, respond to a series of sexual harassment allegations. In a statement, the network said the transcripts, text messages, and other exhibits um, released in connection with the Attorney General's investigation of the former governor's uh, governor shed new light on Chris Cuomo's involvement in his brother's defense. So CNN released a statement saying, when Chris admitted to us that he had offered advice to his brother's staff, he broke our rules and we acknowledged that publicly. But we also appreciated the unique position he was in and understood his need to put family first and job second. However, these documents point to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. So damn mm. what? Okay. So damn what? Y'all see the problem with Democrats is they play all these rules of righteousness that the other people don't play. Tucker Carlson supported Kyle Rittenhouse the entire time with money mm-hmm. for his defense fund. His ass still on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His ass still mm-hmm. on TV. Steve Banyan ain't in jail. Mm-hmm. Everybody in jail. Trump ain't in jail. Mm-mm. See, man, right. y'all, y- see, y'all sitting up here, you don't know how to protect y'all. It's his brother what he's supposed to do. Right. I, I, I he at another level improved. Man, let me tell you, my brother get in trouble. I'm there for him. How are you going to tell him you can't help him, though? No, it's your man, brother. It's your How brother. are you? Yeah. It's your brother. And CNN with all this self righteousness. I'm telling you, 
if he was on Fox and had helped a Republican, there would be no ramifications. Mm-hmm. You are the right. The Democrats so right. have got to stop this self-righteousness because you playing the game. You're taking Goody a stellar shoot. personality mm-hmm. off the air yeah. who is good for your network, good Cuomo. for this country, mm-hmm. good for the party of right and trying to get things done the right way and exposing things the way down. So what he helped his brother. His the brother was in he's... trouble. Yes, and he's an attorney. Chris yes. is. And yes. if you don't help your brother, who are, are you? you? Mm-hmm. Yes, and their mother is still alive. How are you going to look at your mama? No. No. This yeah. is my brother, and yes. you're an attorney. Yes. You should help your brother. You should, what but you I want him to do. To right. ask you. CNN need to get off this self-righteous thing, because I'm telling you, Fox wouldn't do. Do you know you're how right, long Steve. Fox right. stood by uh Glenn Beck. Do you know how long they yeah. stood by Bill Still O'Reilly? Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 Do you yes. know how long they stood by them boys? And mm-hmm. they have some serious accusations. Yep. Do you know how long Fox stood by Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. With Still all the yeah. women. He's all their leader. All the women that came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the women. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. His lawyer went to jail. Mm-hmm. Flynn damn near went to jail. Mm-hmm. Michael Flynn, yeah. Everybody around him. Mm-hmm. Hey, but yeah, but no. No, man. And they didn't help him every way you could. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. This is a bad move mm-hmm. on CNN's part. And they ought to be ashamed of themselves trying to act all righteous and holy. Y'all not. Right. Mm-hmm. And you playing with people that ain't righteous and holy. Right. What you playing that game for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's his brother. That's that man's mm-hmm. brother. That's hey man, let me his tell you older something. brother. I got one it brother is. left. I don't give a damn what he do. I mean... To me, this is a no-brainer. Yes, I'm helping my brother. Aiden and a bet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm already telling you what charges. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, Steve. Let's cut to the, the uh, headlines with Miss Ann. Ladies please. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Well, here we go. Just when I thought I was out. They pull me back in. Yeah, it's happened. Dr. Anthony Fauci says the U.S. has its first case of the Omicron COVID variant. The California and San Francisco Departments of Public Health have confirmed that a recent case of COVID-19 among an individual in California was caused by the Omicron variant. The individual was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November the 22nd. The individual is self-quarantining and all close contacts have tested negative. The individual was fully vaccinated and experienced mild symptoms which are improving at this point. We knew that it was just a matter of time before the first case of Omicron would be detected in the United States. And here it is. So Fauci's reminding people to get vaccinated, get a booster shot if it's time, get your children inoculated, wear masks, especially in indoor public spaces, okay? Black Hollywood is shocked, angry, and calling for justice in yesterday's apparent home invasion murder of 81-year-old Jacqueline Savant, the wife of 90-year-old Clarence Savant, called the godfather of black music. Authorities say that Mrs. Savant was shot in the head by robbers inside her Beverly Hills home yesterday. A security guard also shot. Police Chief Mark Stainbrook says this one cuts deep. The Avant's family's contribution to the world of entertainment and to better communities across Los Angeles are unmatched. There are no words to express our profound sorrow for this immense loss for Jacqueline's husband Clarence, their children, and the entire Avant family. 
Former President Bill Clinton, his wife Hillary expressing their condolences, as are Magic Johnson, uh, former President Barack Obama, Tyler Perry, who's vowing to make sure that every available resource is going to be used to find the, quote, subhuman who did this. Mrs. Savant's husband, Clarence, he's 90 again. He's responsible for the careers of Michael Jackson, Jimmy Jam, Babyface, Bill Withers, and so many others, considered the most powerful black man in the music business and was, in fact, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Second time may be the charm uh, for voting activist Stacey Abrams throwing her hat in the ring for Georgia governor a second time. Several TV stations removing the Dr. Oz show now that he's declared a run for the U.S. Senate seat in Pennsylvania. Oz's show is being pulled off stations in New York City, Philadelphia, and Cleveland. He prepares to run as a Trump-supporting conservative Republican. If he wins the seat, he'll tip the balance of the Senate back to Mitch McConnell and the Republicans. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, we're in Dubai. Uh, We've been here for several days now. We're all here as usual. The question is, where is your nephew? Who's who's in charge of Tommy on this trip? Last night, we we were all together. What happened? I mean, seriously, though, where is he? It's not Monday. Like in the states, we can't find him in the states. So, but why would he? Yeah, why would he come all the way over here? He called. He called. Oh, he did. Left some phone message. Oh. Steve, call me back, man. I keep hitting you up. You you ain't picking up, dog. Call me back. I'm in a situation. All right. I didn't. I ain't told you, but since I've been here, I didn't. I didn't. I found me a camel, man. All right. They they they. This is supposed to be like the best time to get you one. It's the best price. So I got like a camel that's like half a, half the price, man. And the best time to buy one is in December. So now uh, uh, Emirates, you know, they say you can take animals on the plane, you know, because they got a dog on the, on the form. But now they're telling me I can't bring the camel on the damn plane. And then the dude I bought the camel from is saying that you can't, you know, now he don't wanna, um, uh, ain't going to give me my money back. So I need your help, man. Call me back. All right, but well, I'm trying to get this camel to, to back to the States. Hit me up. <laughs> no. Did you call him back? To do what? Why would I call? <laughs> you think I'm going to mess up all these relationships and goodwill I done built over here? You think? You think I done done that? Put a camel on the plane? Stop I'm just ignoring, I'm ignoring that. <laughs> call him back, Steve. He should be at work. <laughs> no. No, he got another one. Uh, another voicemail? Yeah. Man, I wish you I wish you would pick up this damn phone, dog. I'm trying to talk to you. I know I'm running late, but at least pick up the phone. All right? So listen, I, I, I got the camel thing situated. The dude gonna give me my money back. All right, I'm finna head over to this junkyard and check out these Lamborghinis, these SUV, Lam- SUV Lamborghinis, man. They got, one of them got a couple of scratches and they need a new motor. So I'm trying to get it. The dude gonna give it to me for, I don't know, less than half to what they normally cost. So if you want to go in on it with me, you let me know. All right? But hit me back. You gotta, you gotta at least call me back, Steve. Damn. All right? I'm late, but I'll be there. All right. He done went from a camel <laughs> to a Lamborghini. With no engine and a couple of scratches. Hey, but it's half the half price. price. That's because it's half the car. 
You know, I, I don't I don't even have no time for him. I'm just, you know, I've never been more. Did you return his call? No, I'm not getting involved with that. My name, my I got I got good reputation over here. Mm-hmm. I got friends over here. But we don't know where he, he is, is, Steve. You hear all them kids in the background? Uh-huh, I did. I did hear yeah. all of that. Don't sound like he in danger to me. <laughs> All right, we're going to try and find Tommy. Hopefully, he'll make it to so work. Big. This is so ignorant. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Steve, call him. No, I'm not calling him. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, uh, we're here in Dubai. It is beautiful. Right. Just beautiful. I mean, we're, we're talking about how much we're enjoying it. And, I mean, we had a beautiful lunch yesterday. It was just on the beach. It was just relaxing. It's nice to get a break from home. You know, no I negative news. Right. You know, no politics. Nothing heavy. You know, I had uh, no, really. everybody out at the uh, expo mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Took everybody out. Uh, you know, they posted a lot of stuff out there from mm-hmm. the expo. Mm-hmm. They saw it. It's a huge, huge dollar investment that they built this expo city but they're going to repurpose it after it's over it'll become a part of just dubai you know the expo Mm -hmm. center yeah yeah Mm -hmm. the venue yeah you know i got i got friends that has have offices out there in it Mm -hmm. uh it's just a great thing uh today uh the tourism board took us to uh the name of that hotel is bush la bouge Burj. La Burj Al-Arab. Uh-huh. Burj Al-Arab. The Boy, big, tall, landmark hotel. Yeah, it looks like a sail. Sailboat, yes. yes. Uh, the architecture yes. The is food, amazing. The restaurant, the yeah. beach club. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. It looks like oh. a futuristic city. So out in the back? Uh-huh. Oh, them swimming pools? Yeah. And, um, Everything is so Everything, dope. yeah. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this life. When I was old enough not to mess it up. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It gets Jesus. greater later. Oh, uh, man. That, you know, that, that's, right. that's, that's a real scripture, uh-huh. that, yeah. that, that your latter days will be greater. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, somebody asked me recently, uh, if you could go back to any age, which would you, what would you go back to? I said, 63. Oh, that's oh just that's last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, that's all I think. We can rerun that one. <laughs> yeah, that I'd start from that there. That was a ball of years Man, you wouldn't you? want to go back to your 20s. Not my 20s. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. And so, you know, it's just been a, a wonderful experience. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the guys went up to the top where the helipad was. We, yeah. went, in the we royal went up there. Suite. We did that. We did that. Took a tour of the royal suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, king and at queen. The hotel. Yes. Oh, my God. It's pretty amazing. That amazing. was amazing. Amazing, amazing. Oh. On top I mean, of the world. We were on top of the world. Shirley, you, Monica. Yeah. We were kicking it. And you think about how does a king live? How does a queen, queen live? live? Yes. And we were actually in their quarters, 24 karat gold showers. showers. Oh, your majesty. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. Just get in there. It was just bling everywhere. I it mean, was beautiful. beautiful. And the views. Oh, my God. Breathtaking. Yes. Breathtaking. It, of the Persian Gulf. Yes. Just beautiful. Beautiful Private beaches. beaches. Yes. Everything. Yes. Yachts. Thank you, Stan. Yes. You're the best boss ever. Ever. Best job ever. Yes.
Yes, it was really beautiful. And and all the celebrities that are here, so much fun, so down to earth and personable and everything. I mean Chris Tucker, <laughs> Anthony Anderson, just Akon, uh, Malik, Malik Yoba, yeah. Uh Yvonne Orgy. Yes, yeah. from Insecure. Mm-hmm. Molly from Insecure. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday weekend yeah. Yeah. and she is turned. Yes. Oh, one time for the birthday girl. <laughs> and what's the um what's the uh, R&B star? R&B star that's uh, he's a star over here. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't oh, he told me his name. I can't, it's at the tip of my tongue. I can't remember, but he was a great guy too. I yes. mean, you know, he acts like an R&B star, dresses like an R&B star. Really, I mean, just everything, just top drawer, beautiful, lovely. We had lovely. a good time. We, we had, had a great time, time Steve. Yes. yes. The party continues yes. in Dubai. Loving it. I said top drawer, top shelf. <laughs> oh, we took Shirley's drink from her. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> she tried to have a cocktail at lunch. She got one sip no, and no. Steve said, give me that. Because <laughs> that is Stop. not what she Stop. does. But I just like it because it's so pretty. You I ain't just finna like walk, to look at You it. ain't finna walk out in that pool. Uh-uh. <laughs> With your clothes on, Shirley. <laughs> get back here. <laughs> but anyway, um, coming up next. We'll have a prank phone call, but it won't be from the nephew because he's not here. Girl. Kind of, sort of. He's so stupid. <laughs> yes. You get your nephew. I'm sorry. Prank phone sorry. call. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize. Why'd you break him? Prank phone call. <laughs> With uh, Steve on the intro, and you know how well he does intros, <laughs> coming up next right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is baby making clinic. But right now, Steve is in for the nephew uh, with today's prank phone call. And the call. reason I'm in for the nephew is because we don't know where, where he is in Dubai. Uh, <laughs> Why is he no leaving? Kind of sense. Dog, he How already, did this happen? Leaving messages. I got no time for this mess right here. <laughs> the name of the prank is eight and two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm trying to get Samantha. Uh, yeah, well, this this Sam, this Sam. Sam, okay, Sam. All right, hey. Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought it was Samantha. Okay, this this Sam. Yeah, it's Sam, man. What's up? Okay. Uh, hey, my name is Calvin. I wanted to uh reach out to you, holler at you about uh about uh about your girl, right? Your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, she is. Okay. How long y'all been together? We've been together about, about 10, 11 years. Why, what's going on? Well, listen, me and been hollering at each other for like the last few months or whatever. I wanted to reach out to you. You know, didn't want to call you. She wanted me to call you. I wanted to tell you that, you know, didn't decide that she want to start hanging with me. I'm, she want me to come over to the house and pick her stuff up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, really? Really, that's what's going on. You calling me? She didn't told you to call me and tell me this. Basically, what I wanted to do, Sam, is just have a man to man talk with you and just let you know. Yeah, that well, you, know. you, you, that, that, that's what, that's what's going on right now. Don't do it, because right now you just talking a bunch of. What's up? No, nah, what I'm saying is that you know I, I'm already making room for her at my apartment. I'm just trying to come. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen. That, that ain't none of that. It is whatever. If you want to come get come get but it ain't going out. We ain't, we ain't going out without a fight. 
I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping with you, and I'm not tripping with her. But you come to my house, talking about getting from my, out of my house, then it's going down. Me and you, me and you. So what's up? You coming to get our because I'm, I'm on the road right now in these trucks, but I'll meet you there. So if you're coming to get us, come on with it. Okay, okay, hold up, though. Hold up, though. Let's back up. Because, see, like I say, I'm trying to have this, you know, where then we ain't got to have no problem. All I want to do is come in the house and get her stuff and pack it up so I can get it over to me. You think you just going to come into my house? That I've been with all these years. You think you just going to be, we're just going to be peaches and cream. You got me. I'm telling you, dog, you come to my house, it's going down. And that's just that. She needs to be a woman. Why don't she bring it to me? Why she didn't bring it to me? You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up? What, Y'all want to be together now or she ain't no more? All I know is she was feeling me. That's all I'm saying. She was feeling me, you know. She and, feeling and, you. Know, she I'm, feeling you. I mean, do you have a problem with her leaving? Because that's her choice. You know what I'm saying? If she claims she want to be with me, that's what she wants. You know, I ain't knocking what nobody do. You understand? But what I'm trying to tell you is she telling me she want to be with me. So I'm just trying to get you to let uh, Is it better for me and her to go over there while you ain't there and get her stuff? Dog, all this f***ing you saying now, I don't, I, I ain't got the rational out thing with you. She needs to be the one telling me all of this. And since she can't do it, and you man, you a man, you know, that's what you call for, man to man, come get up. That's all hey, I'm saying. Come hey, get hey, 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 Samantha, Samantha, for real though. Hey, say man, hey, hey, say man, my name is Sam, man. I ain't gonna tell you that no more. I already told you that when you called, when you first called. Okay, Sam, so listen. Okay, well, hey, hey, you know what? I ain't even finna go back and forth with you. didn't chose me. I'm finna come get her Hey, all this you talking, you still on this phone with all that jaw jacking. If you want to come get us, I didn't invited you. So if you want to bring your over here, come get it. I'm Aiden too, oh. I whooped Aiden two of them got me, but I'll tell you this much too. Them, them, them two there, they don't want to me no more. They don't want to rock with me no more. And like I said, tell that. I'm with you. She ought to be woman enough when she's behind the back in the background telling you to c come tell me some s***. Ain't that some Man, I'm a s***. And you come because you acting like a blonde too. I'm a flat So what's up? Okay, well, look here. Let me go and say this here to you then. Can I, can I tell you what she told me? Man, you tell me whatever you want to tell me. Really, I don't what she told you, but what, what's up? I just want to tell you, she told me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Thomas <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ah, oh, <laughs> oh, man, this is... <laughs> Sam, you all right? I'm straight, man. I'm straight. Man, y'all wrong, man. Look here, man. Y'all had me ready. <laughs> Hey, I got to hear you say one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing about it, he can prank. <laughs> missing an action behind in Dubai. Yes. It's your nephew, Steve. So we don't even know where he is for real, for At real. All. No, we really don't. At all. He's That's sad. <laughs> oh. But look who's here. Hey, just stop making you oh rock with Wallace, man. And you know, Merry Christmas, everybody was doing it. What is December did now, you, huh? Did you say Merry Christmas? Yeah, I said Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay. Well, it's December 2nd, yeah, Oh, man, 23 days. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. 23 days, you know. You ready? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready, too, because, you know, you know, I'm in that big lawsuit. Oh, 
You know, oh, only yeah. the people at the beginning of the show know about this here. I'm in a huge three trillion dollar <laughs> lawsuit. I'm suing the entire music industry. Oh, everything, you know, that I'm going through and doing and everything. And, and, and I want my money for all the rights and royalties and, and publishing and everything. Everybody stole these hits. Wow. So, what, I mean, Christmas song? What kind of? I done wrote even... every song that ever was a big hit. And I'm um, really going after, you thought it was just black, but I'm going after white folk too. <gasps> you have some white people on your list? Oh, yes, man. Like what kind? What? what song? Oh, I wrote it. Oh, I wrote it. I wrote it. Oh, oh. you ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> oh wow! Hunting all around. Elvis the made that famous. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Oh, man, all around. See why you think women call me and dogs now? Uh, because of that song. They didn't call them know. dogs back then. Oh, they didn't. That was just a song. <laughs> I wrote it. Elvis, uh-huh. give it to Elvis. Uh huh. Oh, you knew Elvis? Yeah. Well, I didn't really know Elvis. I knew his daddy. Oh, well, uh, what's what his daddy's daddy name? Pelvis. Pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Pelvis Presley. <laughs> what they call him? Pee Pee for sure. They call him Pee Pee for sure. Yes. Yes. The old people, me and him were friends. You know, with Pelvis. Whoa, 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 pee pee, the pee pee boy. You can, the older you get, the more you pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I knew I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that money. I'm gonna need that money for that one too, right there. Mm. There's so how, many hits. How many Christmas songs is in the lawsuit that's listed? Pretty much all of them. All. <laughs> I know you couldn't have written Silent Night. Well, yes. hold on. It, 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 I, it, Come on now. When I wrote it, they changed it. <laughs> here, here we go, here we go. Quiet night. It's cold tonight. It was a hood song. Oh. Okay. All in bright. Oh, you know it's night. Yeah. <laughs> Round up. Anybody that's a virgin. Seriously. <laughs> Get your mamas. <laughs> get your child. So you wrote the Christmas song, Silent Night. And the other day he said This Christmas by Donny Hathaway, didn't he? Oh, Donnie and Layla is named specifically. <laughs> Layla's in the on notice. <laughs> Layla having anybody with halfway. <laughs> Thank you. I'll check with y'all little Zara. He'll be more than his. All the way up to Christmas, I'm going to stop and do something. Okay. okay. Well, thank you, Roscoe. It's always good to see you. <laughs> Ain't it? Three trillion. Hey, Roscoe. Oh, now you flirting. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter, the subject, the baby-making clinic. Wow. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please Submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. And uh, you never know, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Could be yours. Never know. Introduce it, Steve. Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, Strawberry Letter. <laughs> you probably wrote Strawberry Letter 23, too, didn't you? Ro- that's Roscoe. Roscoe. Uh-huh. Don't bring him back. <laughs> it just made me think. All right. Here we go. Subject, baby-making clinic. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 39-year-old married woman with six children, and one of them is a newborn. My husband is two years my junior, and three of my children are his. 
I was married before, so the other three are by my ex-husband. When I was mar when I married this husband, he joked about wanting ten children. He's not American, so it is his uh, a big tradition in his lineage to have lots of babies. I swear I thought he was only joking. He's not bringing in enough money for us to afford that many children. We're at six, and he's begging for more. So I have been dodging him since I had my baby 11 months ago. I told him it's not customary in our country to badger your wife and chase her down for sex. He called his mother recently so she could lecture me about the blessings of having lots of babies. Uh, we got into a heated debate because I told her my marital business was not up for discussion, and I'm not a baby-making clinic. Then my father-in-law got into the discussion and suggested that I allow my husband to have another woman in our relationship to fulfill his wishes. My husband was laughing nonstop in the background, but I didn't think any of this was funny. Now I see that I've married an immature man that doesn't see the big picture. Yes, babies are wonderful and I love all of mine, but that's a lot on me and we do not, I repeat, do not have the money for any more babies. What is most troubling to me is the fact that he's entertained the idea of having another woman come into our marriage to have his children. At this point, I've had one failed marriage, and I don't know that I can keep this one from cheating. I can't raise six alone. I can't raise a six alone. So do I stay and deal with this mess or send him back to his parents? I don't know what you mean when you say send him back to his parents. Are his parents over here as well? Um, but yeah, this is a mess because you've had six children and he wants more. So, and you guys can't afford more. That's a lot, a lot. I know there are women in the world who've had a lot of children. My grandmother had 14 kids, you know, all of that. So I know there's a lot of that going on, but you, you're right. You do have to be able to afford these kids, especially now you have to educate them, clothe them, all of that. It takes more than love in a marriage and, you know, to, to have more kids just because, you know, you that's a badge of honor. You just want more kids. That's different. you got to consider the wife in all of this, what she has to go through. It doesn't seem like you, your mom, or your dad are considering, you know, her stake in all of this. So um, this is not a, a good look if you don't want to do it. You guys should have discussed this before marriage. This should not be a such a major issue in your marriage now. You, you should already know this going in. If you change... Uh, you got to talk about it. This is hard. I don't know what you're going to do as far as having kids. I, I Having any more. It doesn't sound like you're going to. So it doesn't sound like your marriage is going to last if you don't. Steve? I don't give a damn. I don't even know why we're reading this to him. Here, <laughs> baby making clinic. I would have been through it. Yeah. I don't know how you have babies. I take my hat off to all women having babies. This 39-year-old woman got six kids. Woo. And one of them a newborn. She got to be tired. My husband, yeah. two years my junior, three of them is his. I was married before, so the other three of your ex-husband, you married this husband, he joked about wanting 10 kids. Well, obviously, he wasn't joking. He's not American, so it's a big tradition in his limit to have a lot of babies. Hmm. I swear I thought he was only joking. <laughs> and he ain't bringing enough money for us to afford that many children. We're at six, and he begging for more. So I've been dodging him since I had my baby 11 months ago. Hmm. I told him that it's not customary in our country to badger your wife and chase her down for sex. That's not true. <laughs> that's you. That's where you. The only 
<laughs> false statement that you made in this entire letter, ma'am. I'm sorry. I know you said I told him it's not customary in our country to badger your wife and chase her down for sex. We have two married women on this show that have been ran down and hunted before by their husband. I just want to say that to you. And you don't hear them denying a damn thing. I can't tell you how many times they've been scooted up on and you thought y'all were just going to spoon. And the spoon turned into a spatula. Yeah, well, that's I can tell you right now, baby. That that you just said is a damn lie. I have chased and badgered and chased down sex for years. Goodness. He called his mother and told me, lecture me about the blessing to have a lot of baby. You got a heated debate because I told you your marital biz is not up for discussion. You were absolutely right about that. I'm not a baby-making clinic. You're right. Then your father-in-law got on discussion, suggested you allow your husband to have another woman in our relationship to fulfill his wishes. Well, that wasn't part of the original arrangement of marriage that you all had. And I don't know what country he's from, but I'll get into that in just a minute. Mm. My husband was laughing nonstop in the back room, but I in the background, but I didn't think any of this was funny. So now I see I married an immature man that doesn't see the big picture. Oh, he sees the big picture. Mm. He just, he don't want, he want to see it his way. Yeah, babies is wonderful and I love all mine, but that's a lot on me. And do I repeat, we do not have the money. Well, you're the only one that has power to make children. Money, no money, wish, won't, gotta have, hope I can do this. All that's fine and dandy, but you don't want to produce the baby. And you don't want it. So guess what? You ain't finna, you ain't gotta do it. What's troubling me the most is the fact that he's entertaining having other women come into our marriage oh. to have his children. What? Oh, really? What? Oh, I don't think that's gonna happen. So when we come back, I will explain to you the other half of what I'm thinking and feeling about this, okay? Right. When I come back. All right, Steve, thank you. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. And the subject of today's letter, Baby Making Clinic. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, Baby Making Clinic. Well, here this lady, 39 years old, and married this dude two years younger than her. We don't know what country he from, but he want a lot of damn babies. Now, the woman already got six. She don't want no more, so she been ducking her man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now, nah, she ain't have. Now, she said in this letter, mm-hmm. I told him it's not customary in our country to badger your wife and chase her down for sex. That's the only lie she told in this thing. <laughs> it is very customary to chase and badger your wife for sex and hunt her down mm-hmm. and nudge her and try to provoke her <laughs> and plead and army crawl up on it. There's all types of ways to army try to get crawl. to it. Yeah, start at the foot of the bed. On your elbow? Yeah, it's just, you're just crawling in the bed, trying everything. <laughs> Then your father-in-law said that I allow my husband to have other women out of relationship to fulfill his wishes. Now, look, I don't know what country he's from, but I've traveled the world, so I'm assuming there's a couple of them that I could think of right off the top. Mm -hmm. Uh, Multiple wives exist in Africa Mm -hmm. a lot of times. Mm -hmm. It's customary. There are some uh, Muslim countries that allow for more than one wife, but all of it has to be agreed upon by the wife to get into it. Oh, oh, really? Nobody can make you except oh. it usually has to be agreed upon. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's some exceptions to that rule, mm-hmm. but that's just it. Mm-hmm. I personally don't know nobody doing it, Mm-mm. but good luck. 
what's troubling to me is the fact that he's entertaining having other women come into our marriage and have his children. At this point, I've had a failed marriage, and I don't know if I can keep this one from cheating. I can't raise six alone, so do I stay and deal with this mess or send him back to his parents? All you have to do is put your foot down and say, we're not having any more children in this marriage, period. And if you go off and have a child with someone else, this marriage is over. Now, the little money we do have, I'm going to own all of it called child support. Yes. And because we're married, you're going to end up paying a lot more than you think. You already don't have the money. So now go somewhere if you want to. This is what we going to do. Okay, are you are you feeling me? Mm-hmm. Now, are we clear? <laughs> and now here's the other thing: go outside this marriage if you want to. Mm-hmm. The next time you shut your eyes, threaten them. I like it. The next time you close your eyes, like a good you better just sleep with one of them shut. Mm-hmm. The other one better be on me. Are we clear about mm-hmm. this? Crystal, mm-hmm. crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Feel me. Yes. Understand me. Uh-huh. Yes. Don't uh-huh. doubt me. Okay. I swear, I'll kill you and your whole damn family. Your mama included. Oh, but I like the way she shut her mom down, his mom down. I don't like your mama no, no way. Yeah, I like the way she did that. But the baby's grandma? <laughs> the but she said... We can get another grandma. <laughs> they ain't been here that long. She, t- she said my marital business is not up for discussion <laughs> to the mama. That's okay. it. Okay. All facts on yeah. that one. And the mom was the one that suggested they have the, the husband have another wife. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I missed uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, that's no, cool. Ain't uh-huh. no problem. I tell yeah. you what. I bet we ain't have no more babies up in here. Well, the father did, not the mom. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. parent. <laughs> One of his parents the did. The baby's grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, kill you, <laughs> I'll kill you, daddy. I'll kill you, daddy. I'll Willie Turner his ass. You don't know who you put on right I'll kill you, daddy. I'll kill you, daddy and your mama. I'll start with your mama. I'll kill your mama first. I'll make your daddy watch. I'm going to kill everybody in your family. Try, Try me. me. Try me. You don't know who you might have these three babies, and I'm not going to have another one. That's it. And you're going to get down to this drugstore and buy yourself a pack of condoms, mister. <laughs> But okay, how would you feel though if they could afford it? And she, you know, no, I feel the exact yeah. same mm-hmm. way because yeah. I think a woman's body, yeah. the, the the woman's decision is solely up to the woman. I agree. A man can want all he wants, but you can't produce this baby. I agree. I am for women's rights when it comes to their body. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the man wants. You can't have the baby. Yeah. yeah. You don't know how hard pregnancy is, man. Women be going through stuff to bring some yeah, of these children do. into this yes, world. We yeah, do. we do. I'm about to finish in here and stretch my body all out shape for your punk ass. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> up in here. You ain't even got no money up in here. You tell me somebody, everybody have popcorn tonight. We tired of eating popcorn. Everybody <laughs> want no more damn popcorn and bologna sandwich. You make another bologna sandwich in here and see what happens. Now, these are the kids. These are their thoughts. Yeah. Sick in here sitting here. We, we don't need no more damn brothers and sisters sitting here sharing this iPad to all six of us. And she just had a baby 11 months ago. Not even a year old. Mama, tell her I want to use the iPad. <laughs> baby, he, baby, just let him use it one more time. Mm. Ain't got no iPad sitting up in here. This boy, he get to watch his TV show on Thursday. <laughs> He weekly. Yeah, he weekly. Your TV day third. <laughs> Sitting up in here, I man. I know. No. She thought her husband was joking. Six kids. Ain't nobody, everybody in the refrigerator got their own shelf. <laughs> Sitting up in here, man. Who ate up the. <laughs>
everybody puts their name they on their food. They money so low, you in here, you got your own roll of toilet tissue. <laughs> and you get one roll of muff. Go ahead and use it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Bring your toilet tissue to the toilet. <laughs> Keep it in your room. Mama, I waste some soda on it. Well, I just, you just be down at the gas station. <laughs> I really it. hope this works out for her because. That's a lot. A lot, a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, it is. All right. He's wrong for that. Yeah, he is. And his parents, too. Mm -hmm. All right. Time now, um, you know, to hit us up. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have some uh, trending headlines. And guess what? A new mayor, brand new mayor in Atlanta. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we have to have to say congratulations to Atlanta's brand new mayor, Andre Dickens. Andre Dickens won the Atlanta mayoral runoff and becomes the 61st mayor of Atlanta. Congratulations. We all know that Andre Dickens and candidate Felicia Moore uh, were in the runoff from the uh, November 2nd election. And uh, there was a bit of drama with this runoff. You guys hear about this T.I. posted on Media Takeout. Uh, stating that the uh, that candidate Felicia Moore was going to shut down Atlanta strip clubs if she was elected and to vote for Andre. <laughs> so, but uh, then Felicia Moore's team said that T.I.'s rumor uh, and that article was fake news. Felicia Moore did not support closing Atlanta strip clubs. Uh, the well, votes are in, though. That, that didn't cost the yeah. election. Mm-hmm. You know, this, uh, this guy is actually a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From yeah. what I learned and mm-hmm. understood about I thought this guy was pretty qualified. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like that he came from the right part of Atlanta. He has the right vision for Atlanta. He strikes me as a very, very sharp brother. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy for him. Uh, you know, uh, I think he had the right backing behind the right people. Mm-hmm. I just kind of pay attention to who backs who. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when yeah. I kind of see that your backing is coming from some people who I think might not have the best interests of the city in heart. The people, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I get a little bit concerned about mm-hmm. that. So I thought he was a, he was a great pick and a great candidate. Yeah. Not saying anything negative against a woman at all. Yeah, Felicia Moore. I just yeah. didn't like some of the supporters. Because I'm, I'm able to been in some business meetings. Mm-hmm. And I just heard some people tell me, yeah, we wanted to win because of this, that, and the other. And I was going, mm, that's a little shaky to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad the brother won. Yeah, so we have to say congratulations to Mayor-elect Andre Dickens. Yeah. And uh, he'll have but, a lot to but, deal but with. But now, once again, city. it was nothing that this woman said or did because I never met her or anything. I thought she was a fine person. Mm-hmm. I didn't like some of the things I heard from people who were backing her. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. But yeah. again, and, and they could have been lying. They had to, everybody backs for their own selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything mm-hmm. negative about the sister because yeah. there was nothing negative to say about her. But I am happy for this guy right here. Uh, and the guy, we got a uh, mayor named Dre. A mayor named Dre. Yeah, you know, this, <laughs> we have one named Keisha. <laughs> you know, it's getting good now. Yes. What's up, Atlanta? <laughs> Dre Day. Dre yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. He'll have to get to work uh, right away, though. A lot of things going on in Atlanta. Crime. They've got to fix this problem at these malls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The crash. They've got to get that. They've got to get a grip on Lennox, Phipps, Mm -hmm. Shops of Buckhead. They've got to Mm -hmm. fix that. You, you you can't let the few people that are there making it bad for the good people who yeah. could be in there having enjoyable times with their family. A mall should be a family affair. That's right. Yeah. And have you commerce know. in yeah. the city and the mm-hmm. business and yeah, making no, money. No, yeah. Nobody wants to do that. So they no. got to get a grip on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So congratulations. 
All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we are in Dubai. We'll tell you more about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so Steve, um, did you ever find out? Did you ever no, talk to Tommy? I, don't I know care. we've been working, I don't care. but he hasn't texted you. I don't you. care. He hasn't texted you or anything? I don't care. No. He called you early. Yeah. yeah. He did call he, you. He left a voicemail. I don't care. Well, Steve, it is your nephew, and we are out of the United States. Right. We're in Dubai. He left, he left another one. Why is it that you cannot pick up your phone, man? What is it with you? All right, so listen, um, this rental car I got, this Tesla, is completely stopped on me. And I don't know, I, don't, I bought an extension card, but I don't know where to plug it up at because you're supposed to plug it up somewhere. All right? But I'm trying to get to work. I'm trying to tell you why I'm late, but you can't pick up the damn phone. Come on. <laughs> Steve, please. Now, we an extension. We went from a Lamborghini. Now he done rented a Tesla, and he don't know where to put the extension Because <laughs> it's electrical <laughs> This, oh, I'm having deja vu for when we first started this show in L.A. Oh, Lord. You're the worst, man. Everybody dealing with this right here. What you rent a Tesla for? And get an Uber, fool. He left. He didn't leave me some more messages. Hey, dog. Look, check it out. I ain't going to make it, man, but I got something. I got something good, all right? Check this out. I met these people from, um, um, oh, my God, where they, uh, Lebanon. All right, I met this dude from Lebanon. His daughter is drop dead gorgeous, Steve. So listen to me. He, he, I'm, I, I, trust me, I got some. I'm out here with the movers and shakers. Oh, check it out. His, 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 his daughter's drop dead gorgeous. And she actually, he, he's asking me, can I get his daughter into the Miss Universe pageant? Okay? All right. Now he's telling me if, I, if we hook him up with that, he gonna give us a castle in Lebanon. Come on, come on, baby. Movers and shakers, baby. I'm out here talking to him. So check it out. If you know, you, you taught me well, though. Check it out. Guess what I'm doing? I told him I gotta have everything right. I gotta have the paperwork. He's drawing up the paperwork now, okay? We put her in there, so you just have two people in there from Lebanon. You know what I'm saying? You work that out. You work that out. But we finna get a council. See what nephew doing? That's what I'm telling you, baby. We gonna handle this. All right, and I ain't gonna make it today. Let, let me let me do this right here. All right, y'all y'all handle it. I got I got this over here. We got a council. All right, I'm gonna sign our name. I'm gonna sign your name, and we straight. All right, I'll holler back. <laughs> the stupidity, the <laughs> levels. He just wants you to put her in Miss Universe pageant. They'll we'll have two, two Miss Lebanon. What you gonna do? But you gonna get a castle? <laughs> He's moving and shaking. Miss Steve. Universe is on the twelfth of December. Uh huh. Today's the second. You yeah. got ten days. Uh, ten you got days. ten days to put this woman in Miss Universe. <laughs> what do he think they've been doing up until now <laughs> for the past year? Oh, and here's the dumb part. What? What castle you know in Lebanon? <laughs> Who we'll built a castle in Lebanon? <laughs> okay. Who, who told you they was gonna give you a castle, fool? <laughs> who doesn't think? Well, he daughter... said he's getting paperwork. He's following up. Uh-huh. That'd be so great. He's moving and, and, shaking, and he, and he put my name on there, but I can assure you that ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was gonna he sign your name. Did you give him permission to ever sign your name? No. It's in in business. It's called power of attorney. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You have to okay. produce that document for it to be legitimate. I'm not even concerned about that. And he okay. said he wasn't gonna make it. He did say that. And I'm saying on the radio, what? I don't want no damn castle. <laughs> <laughs> we can take that to court. <laughs> Not court.
cannot oh, believe. Tommy. I oh, cannot believe Tommy. I know. We are in Dubai. He was fine yesterday. Last night. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out. Yes. In Steve's room. Where I know. Don't don't you have a driver? Yes. Don't you have a driver? Yes, we have our own yes. drivers. Individual Why drivers. Would you rent a Tesla <laughs> in a place where you don't know the way to know? <laughs> Read the signs on the freeway. That's right. They're in Arabic. It's in Arabic. Yes. But who would think he would come over here and do the same thing that he does over there? Oh, you were, yeah. Stupid travel. (laughs) And stupid has a passport. Yes. Yes, it does. Thank you. Apparently so. (laughs) All right. Enjoy your castle, Steve. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Tell Me Something Good News. And guess what, our girl Carla, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. We love Rihanna. Yes, we do. Riri. Well, well Miss Rihanna is a national hero now. Riri was in her home country of Barbados this week when the island country officially cut ties with the British and declared itself a republic. Yes, Lord. All right, Barbados. <laughs> nice. No more bowing down to the queen over there. Okay. Yes, on the same day that Prime Minister Mia Motley recognized Rihanna as the national hero of Barbados. And yes, she is. She is. Who's more famous from Barbados than Rihanna, right? Right. The Prime Minister also uh, praised Rihanna with a lyrical reference to one of her hit songs saying, May you continue to shine like a diamond and bring honor to your nation by your works, by your actions. Like a diamond. <laughs> yeah, but being the national hero, that's a big deal. I mean, that's big. Rihanna's only the 11th in the country's history and the first since 1998. Oh, wow. So yeah. they don't pass no. this title Mm-mm. out or no. award no. this. Don't take it lightly, lightly. baby. Uh-uh. Oh, good for Rihanna. Yeah. And Rihanna looked beautiful, too. She did. Uh-huh. But this- so statuesque. Did you hear a little rumor that Riri might be expecting? With ASAP. Uh, that's going around uh, on the social media. Mm-hmm. The, the Facebook <laughs> and the gram. <laughs> well, you know, they seem like they really do like each other. All right, Riri, <laughs> Fenty Beauty. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, we're in Dubai. Uh, We've been here for several days now. We're all here as usual. The question is, where is your nephew? Who's who's in charge of Tommy what on this to trip? Him? Yeah, last night he was. We, we were all together. What happened? I mean, seriously where though, it? where is he? It's not Monday, <laughs> like in the states. We can't find him in the states. So, but why would he? Yeah, why would he come all the way over here? He called. He called. Oh, he did. Left some phone messages. Oh, Steve, call me back, man. I keep hitting you up. And you you ain't picking up, dog. Call me back. I'm in a situation. All right. I didn't. I ain't told you, but since I've been here, I didn't. I didn't. I found me a camel, man. All right. They. 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 This is supposed to be like the best time to get you one. The best price. So I got like a camel that's like half a half the price, man. And the best time to buy one is in December. So now, uh, uh, Emirates. You know, they say you can take animals on the plane. You know, because they got a dog on the on the form. But now they telling me I can't bring the camel on the damn plane. And then the dude I bought the camel from is saying that you can't, you know, now nah, he don't want, um, uh, ain't gonna give me my money back. So I need your help, man. Call me back. 
Alright, but I'm trying to get this camel to, to back to the States. Hit me up. <laughs> no. Did you call him back? To do what? Why would I call? <laughs> you think I'm gonna mess up all these relationships and goodwill I done built over here? You think you think I'd have done that? Put a camel on the plane. <laughs> I'm just ignore I'm ignoring that. <laughs> Call him back, Steve. He should be at work. <laughs> no. No, he got another one. Uh, another voicemail? Yeah. Man, I wish you I wish you would pick up this damn phone, dog. I'm trying to talk to you. I know I'm running late, but at least pick up the phone. Alright? So listen, I, I I got the camel thing situated. The dude gonna give me my money back. All right, I'm finna head over to this junkyard and check out these Lamborghinis, these SUV Lamb SUV Lamborghinis, man. They got one of them got a couple of scratches and they need a new motor. So I'm trying to get it. The dude gonna give it to me for I don't know less than half to what they normally cost. So if you wanna go in on it with me, you let me know. All right, but hit me back. You gotta you gotta at least call me back, Steve. Damn. All right, I'm late, but I'll be there. All right. He done went from a camel <laughs> to a Lamborghini. With no engine and a couple of scratches. Hey, but it's half the half price. price. That's cause it's half the car. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't even have no time for him. I'm just, you know, I've never been more Did you return his call? No. You... I'm not getting involved with that. My name my I got I got good reputation over here. Mm-hmm. I got friends over here. But we don't know where he, he is, is, Steve. Mm. All right. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Tommy. <laughs> Whatever, man. Coming up at 49 minutes He's after the hour. Stupid I mean, in every Really, <laughs> everywhere he goes, it follows him and precedes him. <laughs> All right, coming up, it's the last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only. He balled us out over here. <laughs> Give it to him. Yes, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <sighs> what? Why are you sighing? Because Dubai is so beautiful. We yes, can't stay here forever, Carla. We have to go at some point. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. I might be an expat <laughs> in a minute. I love it over here. Yeah, it's so great over here. The weather's beautiful. Yes. Everything. It looks like a futuristic city with all this wonderful architecture. If you're an architecture student, if you're into archite- architecture, you should come over here. For real. Man, it's these beautiful. buildings. Yes, the beach. I mean, we could go on and on and on about the beauty and majesty of this this beautiful place, and the people, Dubai, and, and the people. So nice, so, so kind, nice. so yes. clean mm-hmm. here. Just everyone is so nice mm-hmm. and friendly. Yeah, and we just love it over here. And quickly, if you haven't had a chance to see our pictures mm-hmm. and you know the videos and all the fun we've been having and all the beauty and what's been going on, you can follow us. You can follow me at. Lips by Carla mm-hmm. on Instagram, Shirley. At, at my girl Shirley on Instagram. And follow Mississippi Monica at Mississippi Monica. You can uh-huh. check us all out. Your girls out here just kicking it. We yes. balling. Don't hate. Don't hate on us. <laughs> We've been having fun. We really, really have. And we, we have love to say, you guys. Yeah, yeah, Steve's being awfully quiet now, but we just want to say thank you, Steve, again, for such a beautiful trip, such a just a beautiful getaway. We had to work, but this is fun. It's <laughs> this a, working, is a working fun, fun vacation. vacation. So we're going to give it to you, let you do your closing, inspiring remarks like you always do. And thank you. We love you. Yeah. You know, man, I was thinking about this and I'd gotten into a conversation with a few young people yesterday at work. And uh, we were talking about becoming successful. And they asked me, they said, 
Mr. H, what do you think is one of the key components to being successful? And I wanted to try to share with them in a different way than I normally do because I'm, you know, people think I'm repetitive, but you, the principles of success are not going to change. You can find more clever ways to say it, but they're the same principles. And I told them, I said, uh, you got to get good at suffering. And they went, what? And I said, yeah, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to get really good at suffering. And they said, please explain that because don't nobody want to suffer. I said, that's true. Nobody wants to suffer. But in order to be successful, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And they were young and they were just really honestly asking me, but why are you saying that? I said, because everything you want in life, everything you consider success, is on the other side of some discomfort. You've got to break through the wall of discomfort in order to get to whatever it is you want. I don't care what it is. If you want to win the strongman contest, you got to get uncomfortable. If you want to win a gold medal in the Olympics, you got to get uncomfortable. If you want a college degree, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. You want to climb the corporate ladder, you got to get uncomfortable. You want the top position down at your job, you got to get uncomfortable. You want to make the track team, the basketball team, the baseball team, you got to get uncomfortable. You want to one day get the world record in the high jump, you got to get uncomfortable. You want to break Usain Bolt's record, you got to get uncomfortable. I don't care who you are or what you do, but if you have any aspiration of being successful, you gonna have to get uncomfortable. Because let me tell you something, if you stay in your comfort zone, that's exactly where you will fail. Stay there. Stay in your comfort zone and watch what happened to you. You gonna fail in that thing right there. Cause there is no success in comfort. Getting successful and having something in life and wanting more in life, is so uncomfortable. That's why I told him early on, I said, you got to get good at suffering. So I'm going to tell you something about Steve Harvey. You can say whatever you want to say about me. But I'm good at suffering. And you got to say, well, that's a stupid thing to get good at. Okay. Call it stupid if you want to. But I got good at it. And, And what makes me be able to sustain and fight through all the things that have happened to me because of God's grace and his mercy and his strengthening me. But the strength he gave me, he gave me the ability to suffer well. Oh, Steve Harvey know how to suffer. I have sat within this thing with nothing but me and God so many times, so many days, so many weeks, so many years. It wasn't nobody but me and him. I've learned how to suffer. If you don't get into learning how to deal with suffering and discomfort, you're not going to be successful. I'm sorry to tell you that. I wish there were another way. 
But everything that you want in life is on the other side of some discomfortable, something discomforting. You got to break through the wall of discomfort. You got to break through the circle of convenience. You've got to break through the moments of suffering to get to what you want in life. You want to keep your relationship together? You got to get in there and get uncomfortable. You got to start talking about the things that y'all don't really want to talk about. You got to open up the can of worms that you wish would keep the lid on it. Before you get uncomfortable, you need some God. Don't wait till you're uncomfortable to call him. Start that relationship now. Those are my closing remarks. I hope it helps you. In the meantime, we got to go because I got to go to work. See y'all tomorrow. Bye, Hill. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 